0: Welcome to the Jesus Calling Podcast. Today, we speak with David Green, the founder and CEO of the country's largest chain of arts and craft stores, Hobby Lobby. David has always approached his business with godly principles and believes that he should share the gifts that God has given him by giving back to others in return. He's written a book about his life, his business, and his philosophy of giving called Giving It All Away and Getting It All Back Again The Way of Living Generously
1: i'm david green and uh, i'm the ceo and founder of hobby lobby stores i grew up in a uh, pastor's home Uh, my mother and dad pastored churches and by the way i don't think they ever pastored a church over 100. and i had five brothers and sisters And so we grew up uh, in a a pastor's home. We grew up in a home where you had a mother and father that really lived out their faith. And that was so uh, exciting for us kids to see someone that not only taught it, but also lived, lived uh, lived a life of faith the faith that I got by watching my mother and dad tithe and give was the faith that really brought me into where I knew God would bless me in my tithing and in my giving. And so that was so important to me and, and, and my brothers and sisters. So we learned from that. We're all tithe-payers. we all serving the Lord because we saw two people that played that out. And so I just think it really gives us faith in God when we actually see it being done and watch God bless us when I was a junior, it's when I went to work for a five and dime store, and that was when uh, it was, with no question, I knew that I wanted to be in retail, and I loved retail. I started out in Altus, Oklahoma in a five and dime that was called McClellan's, and by the way, that's where I met my wife, Barbara. Uh, we met there uh, at, uh, at that five and dime store, and I tell people I met my million dollar baby in a five and ten cent store, and I really did. We uh, moved from uh, McClellan's uh, to TGNY because at the time, in the 60s, they were adding a lot of stores and it was my dream to become a store manager. And so that's why we left uh, McClellan's and went to uh, to, uh, TGNY and so we worked for them for about 13 years. We started our business in 1970, actually making these little small frames in our garage. And then in 1972, two years later, we thought we had enough money to open our first store, and it was only about 300 square feet. So we bought a little bit of crafts and we put in this real small store in 1972, and that was our first Hobby Lobby store. Today, we have over 800 stores, and we thank God for his blessing our company. You know, I thank God for for, for my up, upbringing and my heritage because I knew money was not Wealth. Uh, I, I never thought that, and I never sought to be wealthy, so much as just to work for myself and and be successful at retail, uh, because because of my my upbringing, I knew wealth uh, had to do with our relationship with the Lord, having a great marriage, having a family that served God. So to me, wealth was just to having a great legacy and not so much that uh, we create a a great value in our family uh, of dollars and cents. When we first started in business, our giving has been, uh, we started very early paying tithes as Barbara and I did when we first got married of our income, and so then we would pay tithes of the profits of our company, and as God would bless the tithe, then we would give more than tithe, and as we've grown and been profitable we have reached the point that in the last uh, several years we've been able to give 50 percent of our profits for various ministries there's only two things in this in this world that are for for eternity and that's god's uh, god's word in manso and we want to be t- we want everything we do to really tie into those things and then uh, and, and god has allowed us to do a lot of things In ministry, uh, of course, we're opening up a museum in Washington, D.C., as one of the projects that we're part of. God has blessed us, and uh, He's blessed us with great people that make this happen, uh, a great organization, and a great company. And so we thank Him, and this really excites us to be able to do things uh, in ministry to see people come to know Christ. It's been really exciting to see how God just opens up doors and solves problems as I lean on Him, for help every day. I think it is so important for us to stay in God's Word as well as our prayer uh, prayer life. We really felt it was really important for Hobby Lobby to start picking up Bibles and uh, best-selling books uh, because of so many stores. We just think that these books And bestsellers such as Jesus Calling is one of our very, very bestsellers that needed to be in Hobby Lobby. So this last year, we started uh, carrying a lot of uh, books, and we're really excited. We know we're making a difference in people's lives by being able to sell Jesus Calling and other books.
0: David has gone on to write his own book about his life, his business, and his philosophy of giving called Giving It All Away and Getting It All Back Again, The Way of Living Generously.
1: I think the book came to be because we wanted to inspire people in their generosity because we know God God rewards that. And we, we think God rewards it when he says uh, uh, to pay your tithe and the windows of heaven will open up. We think for me the greatest things that God does for me in my generosity is not give us more money. He may do that. He may give, that may be what those windows of heaven mean, but it also means so many other things that's more important to us. You know, maybe our relationship with our children, our, rela- our relationship with our our wife, maybe our children have. Uh, God has given them great spouses. So God's blessings is there for us as we give. And we wanted, we wanted that book to say that. But we also wanted to say things other than generosity. And that is about legacy. What are we doing about our legacy? I don't think we have the ability to measure what is big and what is small. I think what God wants us to do is we want He wants us to follow after Him, and and love Him. And be obedient and find what he would have for our for our our careers in our life. And it's very important for us to know God is there by our side all the time. If we really, really get to thinking that and knowing that, then I think it encourages us to pray because we know that he's right there. and that encourages us to pray without ceasing because he's on our he's by our side. He doesn't leave leave us or forsake us. And so it's exciting to know God is there and you, 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 on your side every day.
0: To find out more about David Green's book, Giving It All Away, please visit HobbyLobby.com. We'll be back with another interview from the Green family, David Green's son Steve and his wife Jackie, after this brief message from Audible. As a special offering to you, the listeners of The Jesus Calling Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Find your favorite Sarah Young titles, including Jesus Calling and Jesus Always, in an audiobook version, and get it for free by trying audible.com. Check out a small sample of the Jesus Calling audiobook featured at the end of this podcast. To download an entire free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash jesuscalling. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash jesuscalling for your full, free audiobook. Now on to the second half of our show. Next up on the podcast, we talk to Steve and Jackie Green. Steve is the son of Hobby Lobby founder David Green and the president of Hobby Lobby Stores, Incorporated. Steve and his wife Jackie share a little bit about their background and the desire they have to share the truth of Scripture with as many people as possible through a majestic and educational presentation of Bible history. This idea culminated in the creation of the Museum of the Bible, which opened in the fall of 2017 in Washington, D.C.,
2: I'm Jackie Green. I'm the wife of Steve Green, president of Hobby Lobby Stores Incorporated. I'm a mother to six children, ranging from 11 to 31 years old, with two sons and daughter, one daughter in law, and four grandkids.
3: Uh, And I'm Steve Green, and um, uh, husband of Jackie Green, and uh, uh, currently I'm president of uh, Hobby Lobby Stores. My father is still CEO and involved in the business, but Uh, more recently in the last uh, seven eight years have been involved in the uh, museum of the bible getting it uh, started and launched and sharing our story around the country Um, and uh, have been involved in the business for uh, just many years and um, uh, love love our our business and work and Uh, As Jackie mentioned, uh, we have six kids, uh, four grandkids, and uh, love spending time with our family as well. I uh, uh, was born here in Oklahoma City, and I've lived here all my life. Um, My father uh, traveled around as he was growing up, uh, went to high school Altus, Oklahoma, where he met my mom and uh, took a job uh, in a retail store in Oklahoma City, and that's uh, how we got here. I've lived here all my life. Uh, had had great parents, were loved and cared for. We would uh, regularly go to church. Uh, grew up in a Christian home and uh, accepted Christ at an early age. Uh, so just a, a great uh, upbringing. Uh, went to school like uh, any other kid would and uh, had uh, fond memories of, of our home life uh, with great parents.
2: I look back and I realize I grew up in sort of a leave it to beaver uh, world. I grew up in a small community with a wonderful church where many of the church were family members or I knew them you know, from our community. It was a great way to grow up. I sing in church choir with my family and enjoyed um, all different ways of volunteering in the church with children's ministry, church camp, Bible school, church nursery, etc. And I just am so blessed to be a fourth generation follower of Christ, and now I get to raise the fifth generation. And um, I'm thankful to say all five, all six of our children have decided to be a Christian.
3: My father is a store, retail store manager. Uh, was uh, you know did well, and uh, but um, when he started the business when I was nine years old, the, the retail side of the business, um, he took a cut and pay and. Uh, So it was uh, challenging, and even after I graduated from high school, there was a time when my father didn't know that our business would make it or not because of the oil boom that had busted in uh, the mid-80s, and it was a challenge for the business, so, um, uh, but, you know, we, we did well.
2: Steve and I met at church camp when I was about 13 and he was 15 years old, and we started dating my senior year of high school.
3: Yeah, I remember when I was a, a senior in high school, sitting in the auditorium uh, of the high school that I graduated from, and I was just thinking about, you know, my plans and uh, thinking about going to college and, uh, you know, uh, wondering, you know, would I be further ahead if I were to just go into the business and work for the four years, or if I would go to college and then go to the bu- into the business. And remember thinking and making the decision there that, uh, you know, I don't think uh, I'm going to go to college. I, I know what I want to do, and uh, I want to go ahead and go work in the business. Now, I think when I graduated, we had eight stores at the time, and uh, there was a lot of opportunities to, to grow the business. Um, so it was it was in high school when I made that decision to uh, go work in the business, and uh, am excited that uh, uh, it was able to, you know, that opportunity was there for me, uh, which, not everybody has, and uh, it was just a, a great opportunity, and, and I'm excited about, it uh, was at the time, and uh, continue to be uh, about being able to be a part of this business.
2: We got married three months after I graduated, and we were the ripe old ages of 18 and 20. Um, so, you know, we, we knew each other going to church camps, and I worked at the Hobby Lobby store in Oklahoma, in Muskogee, Oklahoma. I
3: had worked uh, at the stores, uh, you know, during the summer and even on weekends. Um, so it was—it was not anything new to me. Um, uh, just I, I knew that's—that's kind of what I wanted to do. Uh, I knew that Dad had in mind growing the business.
2: There were eight Hobby Lobby stores when we married, and now there are over 800. So. The business has grown. Um, our family has grown. Things are very different than when we started, but we've been married 33 years now.
3: To have a privately held company of this size uh, that's still operated by the family is uh, uniqueness. And um, and again, as we've never perfectly uh, ran our business according to the biblical principles, that's what we strive to do, uh, making mistakes daily. but. Um, uh, that that is what we want to do, and uh, which means that we are serving our customers as best we can, working hard, being fair, uh, paying our bills on time, all all those kinds of uh, things that are what we are instructed in God's word.
2: I think the fact that we both embrace our faith in God wholeheartedly helps keep I individually grounded, and then it helps our marriage. It uh, helps us to be much better. Um, husband, a wife, or, you know, a parent. It helps be a better employer, a business owner. Everything you do is better when you can have a foundation in the Word and in your relationship with God.
3: We uh, had decided to have a a section within the store, just a small uh, counter there at the front of uh, some uh, books that have uh, had impact on uh, different people's lives here. It was just kind of an ask, uh, so it's not necessarily the best sellers, but it's just some of the really good books. It's very exclusive. It's just a handful of them compared to a bookstore that is going to carry thousands. And so um, to, to have uh, Jesus Calling book there is uh, exciting to be able to have the opportunity to share you know, that book with uh, our, our customers and uh, hopefully see that it has a positive impact on their life as well.
2: I think one of the things I appreciate about Jesus Calling is the heartfelt way that each devotion is presented as a reminder uh, that we just can go right to the Word, um, and the messages are always backed up with the Scriptures. They're clear, they're concise, and they apply to each person individually. Uh, The Word is planted in our hearts, and God just can water those seeds as we meditate on Him. I think in my own busy schedule, I'm currently enjoying Jesus Always, the newer book. And it often amazes me when I can open it up and see how God is just right there every day and has the perfect message for me when I can give time to Him.
0: The Greens dreamt of a bigger way to share God's love and the truth of Scripture. They go on to talk about their idea to show others the history and relevance of Scripture, which led to the development of the Museum of the Bible. This also led them to write a book about the Bible called This Dangerous Book, how the Bible has shaped our world, and why it still matters.
3: It was really just a, a, a dream of having a Bible museum. And uh, there's been many that have, uh, have had that thought and idea, and, and many have asked, uh, as, as we've been on this journey, is how come this hasn't already been done, And which is a good question. Here's a book that's changed the world, and uh, there's not a uh, Bible museum of significance uh, that we're talking about. we're just saying we want to present the facts of this book and educate people about it because we we probably know this book less than we ever have as a nation because we don't teach it as we once did and so we just think it's time to reintroduce this book to a new generation and encourage them to engage with it and learn for themselves what this book is all about.
2: I have been blessed to be co-founder and and help Steve in whatever way I can um, as a mom and a wife and also just joining in and helping with the development events. I enjoy being a part of that aspect of doing the hospitality part of it and having people at dinners and just meeting people all over the world and even around the world that share the love for the Bible. And um, I just have enjoyed getting to meet so many different people, even people of other faiths, uh, people in the Catholic world and the Jewish world, as well as the Protestant world. And um, it's just been a lot of fun. I love that the the museum is gonna be so great as a whole for an individual to come in and enjoy or a couple, but also families. We have a children's floor, we have a restaurant. So it's gonna be very user friendly for everyone. Um, The impact floor, Probably being my favorite would be because of the stories. I love to connect with people and hear their stories and hear how God has been at work in their lives. And there's a place where people can come in and record their personal stories.
3: It's been a, uh, a wild journey for uh, both Jackie and I and all those that have been a part of uh, making this dream come true. And so. Uh, our book, uh, this dangerous book, which is its title, uh, it kind of I see it as telling three different stories. We we tell a bit of the Bible story. One, a person that uh, to have basic understanding is here's what this book story is. Um, uh, we we tell about uh, this journey and uh, uh, building the museum and and how we got involved and uh, uh, so we tell part of that story. And then some was just uh, Jackie and, and my story as we have uh, grown up in a Christian home and what was that like and and how we've seen God uh, guiding and directing our lives as uh, as uh, believers in, in the book and following and striving to follow its principles. So uh, it's just kind of a, uh, it's not the scholarly book. Uh, we, we don't get into languages and translations and all that, but uh, it's a book for uh, people just to uh, have an understanding of uh, this book's impact in our life and in our world and uh, understand a little bit about uh, the book itself. The more we learn about it, the more uh, I, I have come to appreciate it because um, there there are uh, though, naysayers out there that uh, sometimes they sound like they've got some good arguments, but uh, the, the more you learn, the more you know, the more you realize that uh, there is... Uh, an incredible book that tells an incredible story. And the more I've learned, the more I've uh, uh, rubbed shoulders with some some of the experts in their fields, the the more appreciation I've had and, and my faith becomes stronger.
2: I think for our book, this dangerous book, I have learned a lot as a believer, uh, you know, if not new to the Word. It's been something I've grown up with, but I have been more grounded in the Word the more that I learn. And I think if there's one takeaway that I would like everybody to, you know, leave after they've read the book and after they've gone through the Museum of the Bible, it's just to say this book is real and maybe I should learn more about it.
0: To find out more about The Green's new book, This Dangerous Book, visit HobbyLobby.com. For more information on the Museum of the Bible, visit MuseumoftheBible.org. Next time on the Jesus Calling Podcast, as we look to a new year, we visit with two guests who have each started over in unique ways in their life. Emily Lay is a mom, a business owner, and author who recently found out she had to simplify her life in order to enjoy what matters most.
3: I've loved reading Jesus Calling in the morning because I love that direct, specific and short um, reading that really just speaks to things that really matter. Um, Life is busy and um, there's a lot going on and a lot of times it's just so special to sit down and really find joy and find truth before you start the day.
0: Today's featured passage comes from the December 1st entry of the Jesus Always audiobook.
4: Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for me, not for men. Half-heartedness is not pleasing to me, nor is it good for you. It's tempting to rush through routine tasks and do them sloppily, just to get them done. But this negative attitude will pull you down and lower your sense of worth. If you do the same tasks with a thankful heart, you can find pleasure in them and do a much better job. It's helpful to remember that every moment of your life is a gift from me. Instead of feeling entitled to better circumstances, make the most of whatever I provide, including your work. When I put Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, I instructed them to work it and take care of it. Even though it was a perfect environment, it was not a place of idleness or total leisure. Whatever you do, beloved, you are working for me. So give me your best efforts, and I will give you joy.
0: Hear more great stories about the impact Jesus Calling is having all over the world. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Calling podcast on iTunes. We value your reviews and comments so we can reach even more people with the message of Jesus Calling. And if you have your own story to share, we'd love to hear from you. Visit JesusCalling.com to share your story today.